So before Belmars uh, gets on, I wanted to do just like a little ramble, like a preamble, prelude type of thing, um, where I kind of just, in my limited, very boring to me <laughs> um, space of knowledge of um, having lived on this earth for 27 years, I actually turned 27 yesterday, um, which may be like way too much information for those of you who can do math about me, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> um, as far as when my birthday is. Um, but I just wanted to give y'all a couple of things I've learned in the past 27 years. Um, you know, like I, I was thinking about it today and I've been thinking about it a lot recently because it's just been like, it's kind of been plaguing me, but I was just kind of like, like as far as like what I'm here to do as far as like purpose. And this like always makes me remember the movie Soul. Like if anybody's ever seen Soul, if you haven't seen Soul, don't listen to Spark. Oh, I'm sorry, but like, cause I'm gonna give away a spoiler, but it's just kind of like the idea that, you know, we have like a higher purpose it, like we're all put on this earth for a specific purpose and we're like journeying to kind of find what that is um when really like part of it is kind of just how we're just supposed to kind of you know live life to the fullest as cliche as fuck as that sounds um on this planet um and kind of just do the good deeds and touch the right people in not touch literally but figuratively touch um or literally I mean consent is key though um but to figuratively touch the right people um in the right way um spiritually or emotionally or what have you um I think it's important but I also think it's just kind of like you know what you're passionate about and you know that you're passionate about that thing for a reason. Um, everybody, and like those passions may change over time, obviously. Like I, for the past like 27 something, like 27 years or whatever, have not fucking shut up once, apparently, according to everybody else. Um, even though I don't always feel that way. Um, and so I know I'm supposed to be here and use my voice for something. I don't know if it's, you know, specifically going to be for this podcast forever, or if it's, you know, if it's going to be something greater, but I'm still trying to figure it out. And I think one of the most important things I can instill onto people to understand is that, you know, you, you, you will figure it out eventually and sometimes you may be in the middle of it and kind of have an epiphany and be like oh yeah this is this is it it's not it's not it's not always an automatic thing where you go into a field or something and like suddenly everything clicks and the sky opens up and like some angels start singing like in greek and or latin or, or italian or whatever like that's not that's not exactly how it works um but you know like it's don't I, I that's you'll figure it out and don't look to because I know this part is really hard but don't look to everyone else and 
kind of judge when you're supposed to have your milestones based on when they have their milestones. It doesn't work out that way for everybody. Like if I sat here and, you know, judged when I was supposed to have gotten anything done by my three closest friends, like it, first of all, that those are three, we're in four really separate periods in our life. One of our friends, the oldest one is married and lives with her husband and is living her best life. Like another one has a boy for like a long-term boyfriend, Bell Mars, as you know, has a long-term boyfriend, um, really long-term and they're living their best life. Another friend of ours, as far as I know, has no partner, um, is living her best life. I also have no partner, but I'm searching and I'm living our best life. And we're all in different stages of our career. And we're all like, one of them is going back to school. The other one is in school. One of the, I'm never going back to school. Like, so it's just like, don't judge when you're supposed to have gotten things done on your little checklist based on where everyone else is in your life. Like when you're supposed to move, you will know. And that's like the best that I can give you. Like all of the moves that I have made, even if like, and if like you don't even, so if you know and you don't act on it, trust me, if you're in a place that you're not supposed to be, circumstances will arise to get you to the place you need to be. I like, your gut is your friend. And I like to say all the time that like, getting to this like career like I feel like as as far as like in our four friends like I I've gotten to like a really great place in my career for now again like it's not long term but like I knew that I wasn't supposed to be at the other two major like job jobs that I've had as in my big girl life <sighs> my big girl life um I knew I wasn't supposed to be at those places like way before circumstances arise to get me out of those positions. And I think another thing that kind of ties into that, that's a segue into this is this just like, don't let people talk you into continuing in a place where you know you're not meant to be. So like, you will have well-meaning friends and family and some not well-meaning friends and family and, and loved ones who will like when I, the first job I ever got fired from, and I'll admit I got fired from two, like two of both of my big girl jobs. I got fired from both those places. The first one was bullshit. The second one was deserved. I'll admit that right now. Um, and there's no shame in getting fired. Sometimes, I mean, it happens to most of us. Um, but like, I knew that I wasn't supposed to be at those places uh, like way before I was let go from, from both of them. And I didn't move because partially because um you know people who were born in different times in different spaces with different um you know expectations told me that that wasn't you know what I was supposed to like I was just supposed to stay there and make it work and you again those people mean the best by you, but they don't know what the what the best for you is. So they can't, you take their, like everyone's advice that you ever get, that's better. My bun looks a lot better. Everyone's advice that you ever get, 
they're great. They're well-meaning, but you're to take everything with a grain of salt. And that's just it because it's just kind of like, they're speaking to you from what they know. And you're, you're like, what do they say? Um, not every, like, even though I don't know how true this is, but like not every snowflake is the same, like the pattern or whatever. But it's just like, you're not, even if you come from the same genetic, genetic code, like you're, you're not the same, right? Like you're a product, a product of a different time, of a different, of different relationships, of different movements. And so you can't just kind of be all like, oh, well, my mom said this, or my best friend said this, they don't live your life. Like you're the only one who can, who can kind of, who can kind of guide you at the end of the day, you're the only one who can kind of guide you. Like people give you all the advice that you, that they want. You have to take all of that and you have to decide you have to piece together what the right decision is from the, all the different advice you get. Hell, even what I give you, like I'm giving you advice right now and you know, you could take it or leave it. It's up to you um parts of it whichever parts of it work and that's what I want you to do um but yeah like you have to you have to kind of you have to listen always to your gut um because there have been times where like I've been clearly talked to (laughs) higher power if you believe in it or not into doing something and I've ignored it and I've immediately regretted it sometimes so it's just kind of like you know when it's time for you to move. It's the it's the question of, are you going to, are you going to make that move, or not? Because if you don't, if you don't make that move, though, eventually circumstances will happen to where you will. Like trust and believe. If you're not meant to be in a place, I firmly believe that you will not be in that place for long. It's happened way too many times for me to be for me to believe otherwise. But that's just me. Um, I think another thing that like segues really in really good into this is to know when to say no. So like I've, I would say like in the past year, um, especially with the, in the light of the pandemic and like it, it being behind all of us now, I would say in the last year, I have learned how to say no so well. <laughs> it's just, it's be like and moving out, like having my independence getting to dictate where I go, when I go and how I go, um, you know, being from under the expectations of, of other people, because I can tell you right now, me personally, nobody has higher expectations for me, but me. And that's that, like, if, if you know anything, Zodiac girls, like I'm a pander to y'all for a second. Cause I kind of am one myself cancers. I got a cancer and a Virgo in my chart, real heavy. And like, you know, like that's a, that's a terrible combination of never being pleased with what you do and always being antsy and never settling on things. But I will, I, I may not know where I want to go as far as purpose and path or whatever and where I'm meant to be exactly in the end game. And I have all these ideas. I have all these things I want to do for people, for myself, for my community. And they're all implanted in my head at once. And it's kind of like, I have to figure out and parse out um, where, where, where I want to do the things that I want to do and how badly I want to do them and where on the timeline they fit. 
Um, and I need a lot of guidance from that. That's not going to come from this noggin here. Okay. <laughs> meme, but like from my higher power. Um, but I will tell you what I do know. I know what I don't want. And I know, and I've learned how to verbalize what I don't want and that I don't want to do it. And that no is a complete sentence. That's just in a nutshell. And it feels so good. Like I, and like, and I'm speaking from a place that's kind of uh, in financial privilege because I know that there's a lot of people who may have had to move back in with, um, you know, parents, maybe friends, uh, maybe they're financially dependent on somebody else. Maybe they're emotionally not there yet. Like maybe they haven't been able to like do the work to be able to move on from feeling like you owe people because I listen if you don't know by now uh, you need to know like Belmars and I are obviously two black women we're very much different as far as skin tone but not as far as experiences and I feel like she would confidently say if she was on here that like we were both raised to kind of put other people before ourselves and if you're a black woman you know like and you feel me like put your hand up because like even though I was the youngest in of like my siblings I there was always like just this I'm the youngest and so there was for me it just felt like looking back on it retrospectively there was always like this pressure and this mold on me constantly and consistently I was a church girl like I went to church two to three times a week for choir practice to help some somebody or some other person do something like to help my parents uh, do something who were really active members um, to go to service or whatever so it's just kind of like I grew up like really surrounded by the church, really like being, and you know, like it was ingrained in me when I was younger that like there were no boys like whatsoever. Like my dad still to this day, I would eat like even bet, like told me I wasn't allowed to date. Um, my mom uh, wasn't really keen on it either. Like, even though she'll kind of say that that's not entirely true, but mama, we see you like, you're not fooling anybody. She used to it like a guy, a funny story, just an aside, a guy asked me out to homecoming at the last second, um, senior year. And I told my mom about it and she like, we happened to see him from across the way in a Sam's and she said that that boy was ugly. So she wasn't into it either. Don't let her, if she ever says any differently, if I become famous and she ever says any differently, you just come back to this recording. Okay, child. But, um, yeah, no, my mom was not into it. Uh, so, you know, like I, there was a constant mold and a pressure and like, in a lot of cases, I felt like, I really couldn't say no. Like, where did I get the audacity? And I especially felt that way when I got older. But I feel like I didn't really have like a a teenage like a teenage stage where like I was defying my parents and like sneaking out. I didn't do that. Like I didn't sneak out and like go to parties or drink too early or anything that they show you in typical teenage American movies. Like I, like the most like 
again like i there wasn't there was no lying like there wasn't no like it was just like it was just it is what it is like i can't if i can't go i can't go or whatever right like so i didn't really throw temper tantrum like that's what i'm saying like so when i was older anyway but like when i first started saying no to my parents when i first started saying no to my parents it was like they had been slapped in the face and this wasn't until i was in my 20s like i'd gone off to college i graduated and everything came back home at 21 didn't really get a well yeah didn't really get a job until i was like 22 or so but it's just kind of like your black parents are really like hinged on finances they feel like as long as they're you know financially supporting you you better not say nothing out of pocket like don't you dare say that you don't want to go to the store that run to the store for them real quick don't back talk them if they tell you to get the remote off the coffee table that's two feet away from them while you were in a whole other room we don't do that here so it's just kind of like there was no room for me to say no. And when I started saying no before I moved out, it was like, who the hell are you? And what the hell do you think you're doing? And so, but like now that I have like the, the freedom, it's so nice, but I had to practice getting there. And I had to practice making them aware that like, oh, this is not the first or the last time. Like, this is not the last time. Like, please understand that like, no is no for me. And I'm not going to give you an explanation. Like if I say, hey, you asked me to do something. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. No, like that's, you know, and so you got to do that with everybody. You know, say no, it feels really nice. And that's in like, you know, any kind of situation that you may be in. If you're, you know, like you're at a job and you don't feel comfortable doing something, something's out of your, your, job description and nobody discussed that with you or like earlier say no say no because things don't really get better until you make a stand you know people will always say that oh if you say no there's always someone else to take my job oh take your job okay well great go get them you know say no go somewhere else that's my mentality say no and go somewhere else and that's just that on that like it don't have to be no big thing. Say no, say no, don't bite your tongue. That's another thing that I've learned to not like to stop doing, like, especially now that I've moved out, you don't have to bite your tongue. If somebody like says something out of pocket, tell them, tell them where to go because you can't expect like people you care about. My thing is this, if I would not fight you, if I didn't care about you, if I didn't give a fuck about you, I would just let you say whatever. And we would just not have a relationship. Bye. Like, and y'all know me at this point. If you've been listening that long, like you know me. I don't, I don't have like my loyalty. My loyalty to like things that don't serve me, non-existent. I don't care about your famous people. I don't care about you like none of that. Celebrities, who cares? Uh <laughs> celebrities who cares films tv shows if i find out that something's out of pocket buy i don't care how much i loved it i don't care how much nostalgia is like attached to it i do not i do not 
I do not, I just don't have things in my life that don't serve me. Um, except my family and my friends, like, and the only reason I have you in my life is because I think that, especially if you have some out of pocket beliefs is that I think that you can change and be better. That's it. But like, you have to be willing to, and you, you, they have to be willing to, and you have to make it clear where your boundaries are again, which is where the, I don't bite your tongue comes in. If somebody, again, if somebody and your job, your family, make it clear, don't bite your tongue, say, Hey, I don't, don't say that around me in the discussion. Like we don't have to have no big thing. I said what I said. Uh, I could give you an explanation, but like, if it's wrong, it's wrong. The end. Like, the that's just not. I don't roll that way. So make your boundaries clear. Say no. Like, and it's again, if you don't want to do something, no is a complete sentence. And know that you're worthy of all these things. That's like that's the key. That's the center know that you're worthy of all these things and that you're worthy of saying no, that you deserve better, that um, no matter what anyone else tells you, again, it's about what you know that you need and want for yourself because no one else can, it doesn't matter what your parents want for you. I, I don't care that they raised you and that they gave you the best. You, they can't live your life for you. You live your life for yourself. Even if you don't want to disappoint them, I get that. But like, you just gonna have to be mad, be salty. Um, your friends can't live your life for you. You shouldn't live your life like your friends. Don't be doing this keeping up with the Kardashians thing or keeping up with the Joneses or whatever. Like, it's just kind of like, girl, who cares? Like, and again, I know that's hard because everybody's trying to flex on social media, but at the end of the day, I'm not a girl. If you follow me, you know that I'm not a girl that like posts on social media all that often anyway. Um, but if I am, it's not going to be to try to flex on the rest of y'all. Um, you'll get what is for you and what you need and what you want right when you need it. And that's the best that I can do. Um, so that means you have to cultivate patience, which I understand is super fucking hard. I'm so bad at being patient. Like no one understands how bad I am at being patient, but like, I gotta, like, I make it work. So, um, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I think I've talked your ear off enough. Um, we're going to be right back with Belmars and we're going to start the show. <laughs> 